Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Boko Haram insurgency is a menace that has rocked the northern part of the country for a while now. Lives have been lost, loved ones lost, family displaced, wives made widows and children made orphans by the insurgents. Their activities have caused people their homes and businesses in the affected areas. With all this, the government created a rehabilitation program for repentant Boko Haram members a program that rehabilitates and reintegrates them back into the society. Over time, these repentant Boko Haram have been integrated back into the very communities they destroyed. Just recently, six of them were integrated. How do the community members feel about it? Well, let's listen to a member of Guazo village in Meduguri, as he tells us. There's a place that the government provides for them now for the integration. After some time, they will, after the rehabilitation, they will now take them back to the community. So we heard that over 600 have been taken back to a community. Them yes, we have some in Goza. In my own local government, we have about 100 of them. Okay. Who are working, who are working side by side with the army. Yeah, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, few challenges here and there. What are the challenges? Some of them have gone back to the Sambisa forest. Uh-uh. Some of yeah, them. Last, yes, last month, which led to the killing of about 21 people in farm in Goza. Say some of them that they that they brought have gone back to some visa forest. Yes, yes, yes. You know when they they, they when they when they came, mm. they were working with the army because they know how the operation is going on in the in the in the bush. Mm. So they go into the bush with some vigilante and the army. They ambush the members of the Boko Haram who are not yet to surrender to the government. Mm. Sometimes they kill two, three, four. They brought them back. Some they brought them alive if they rejected. If they didn't reject it, mm. if they rejected, they will kill them and bring their corpses to the town. Mm. So as time goes on, there are some that have been in with people for over a year, are working hand in hand with the army. So few of them last month went back to the bush with the with the with the, with the weapon. So they have been attacking people on farm. They have killed about 21 people last, I think, yes, last month, including one police officer. How do you yes. feel when they say, oh, these people have repented and they bring them back to you? Would you accept them back as normal? People accept them because they have no choice. Because it's the government. If you even mention their name or you say you are a Boko Haram, they will take you to the police and lock you up. Yes, so people had no choice. That's the truth. And then um, when they are working with the army, they are like, yes, these people are serious. They are repentant, not knowing that some of them have interior motive. Until they went back to the bush and started killing our people in the and started killing our people in the farm. So we protested in Gaza last month to the Emirates Palace after the protests. In fact, they even blocked a major highway from from Gaza to Adamawa where army are escorting people they kill about six people that they bought six vehicles including army vehicle so the goc had to come to goza and ascertain the situation themselves so the situation now is cool and calm as for now yeah. but those people that went back to the bush are still in mandra mountain as the ones that repented and came back and now they've gone back yes there. yes 
Okay, well, situation in Goza now is calm because they've spoken. It's calm. Oh. Yeah, there was a protest that people people went and, and protest about the issue. So the, it's calm now. But uh, you know, these people they they usually take people by surprise. But you, how did you feel about it when you first saw that these people that used to be Boko Haram that have killed people that they now say they have repented? And they have no, I've never trusted them for once. Even up to now that I'm speaking with you, I'm against it. And I'm still against it. Because they can never be trusted. They have killed innocent people. They can never be trusted. Even now, and let me tell you something. Let me give you a small example now. Even now, as I'm talking to you, we have a lot of their wives in camps, in Goza, in camps, IDP camps. Small thing, minor thing. Is 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 minor thing. If join you with them, they they they, want, they wanted to kill. They want to strangle people today, to 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 death. They have this attitude of anger. They feel like killing killing a person is nothing. So that's women, no? not talk of the men. So me, I don't trust them. Most. Many people are not okay with it. They can never be okay with it because I have a lot of people. I have a relatives that I was killed by Boko Haram. How will I feel? I'm seeing somebody who has killed somebody that is my beloved one and is now living school free in the society. That means they are now encouraging people to join Boko Haram and later on surrender to the government. In fact, they have been given a special treatment. They have their allowances. They give them food. They give them everything. While those that are displaced, they want to pick the left of their life are, are struggling to survive. For example, now yesterday, World Food, a World Food program are providing uh, a food on mentally basis to, to, to my people in Goza for over five years now. And yesterday, all of a sudden, they just dropped about 26,000 people. They say they can no longer, they, have, they don't have the founding. It is only those that are in camp. And most of the people are in the camp are, are, are Boko Haram's wife, Boko Haram people, and Boko Haram children. They are the ones that are not affected. But if you are living in your house, they will not give you anything as from this month ending. So there's a lot of conflict. So people, they are, they are just indirectly that we should join Boko That was a member of Gwazo village in Meduguri who chose to stay anonymous. Are the insurgents really repentant? A repentant Boko Haram tells us. Ah, Auntie, can I get a chicken? I'm Boko Haram. One day, second to Boko. To Casa, I'm quite well and dark as I can put to water. So, Auntie, so my son to bar to a Macomata and Angari Sinches and Agents or Mezaka Pada, Matane, Sabo, the Hanka Lucia Quanta. So, come down the Hanka Lucia. People should come down. There's no problem. With one heart, we have repented. There are some that have repented sincerely. And then there are others that are That was a repentant Boko Haram member who has been reintegrated back into his community there speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. We're going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are talking about the adverse effects of the integration of repentant Boko Haram 
into communities. Before we went on break, we had a chat with a community member of Guazo local government who told us how he felt about the presence of the repentant Boko Haram members amongst them. Is there anything as a repentant Boko Haram member? A security analyst tells us. My name is Komre Salut Mahmoud, Director of Security Salut Nigeria Initiative. Well, for some time uh, we have been against it, and don't forget the immediate past uh, governor of Kaduna, uh, Nasir Rufai, also was among the governors in the Northwest that kicked against any negotiation or amnesty for people that have killed other people's people and children. They've rendered some women, widows, and children orphans. So I wonder what the government is thinking by integrating this kind of uh, repentant Boko Haram into the society. Is it that we are lacking a military force or we are losing the war against insurgency? Because even though I know first world countries like America and other leading countries have done it, but this is not America. This is a third world country. So I think for anyone that has made another person an orphan and widow, there is no cost making or recognizing such kind of person, whether in the name or guise of repentance. So I do not succumb to such gesture. And this brings us to the question of suspicion at the part of the public, whether some people in the position of authority are aiding and abetting ambanditry and insurgents. If not, why this interest? Uh, these are people that in Maiduguri, you know, at the wave of it, we established the seventh division of the Nigerian Army, Theater Command, Joint Task Force, and other, even never based in Baga. So we have the military strength to sustain and fight this uh, insurgent. So uh, the best bet is get them arrested, prosecute them according to the war crimes they've committed, and also for other things. So I think it is insensitive and inhuman to say that you are accepting their repentance and giving them amnesty. And you cannot compare this amnesty to insurgents to that of Niger Delta that led uh, President Umar Yaradwa and Bakhtar because the target and motive is Niger Delta militants is fighting against environmental degradation, the exploration and exploitation of their people by the oil companies like Shell, Chevron, Ajib and others in Niger Delta region. And most of the times they don't target innocent civilians, the poor people, they know what they target. So which makes the you know most to differ from this of the insurgencies. So if they are saying they are borrowing this kind of leave from the other administration, they are two different things to be frank and factual to ourselves. In any part of the country, once you get they are like prisoners of war, they were captured during operation, you get my point. Mm -hmm. So uh, if intelligently they will do that not openly mm -hmm. uh, it is allowed in any part of the world and also for that sense you get my point mm -hmm. it's not a wrong idea once you tap some intelligence information to know the roots and where their remnants are but not in any way to maybe extend any gesture in whatsoever to them that is completely wrong okay so at this point now the community members are aggrieved what do you think is the way forward how can they you know the way forward is stop the their integration into the society because they've already committed Illinois crimes against humanity. So I think the best way let the law take its course by arraigning them, imprisoning them, and those that needed to be executed so that it will serve as deterrent to anyone that might like to be involved in insurgency or anything against the state. That was Comrade Sally Hudantata Mahmoud, a security analyst speaking. What is being done by security agencies to douse the tension and ease the mind of the people of this community? Our correspondent in Muduguri Matazu tells us. Uh, we try to balance it with the military 
over the alleged uh, return of uh, the repentant Boko Haram militants uh, to the to their enclaves where they are currently perpetrating crimes, but uh, we couldn't get them to speak. That was our correspondent in Midugiri there speaking. Hmm. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Padegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.